Oh, yeah. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to the show. Arnie Pod. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yep, yep. They're doing some work over at my parents' house. And uh, just some major changes. It just looks different over there. And it's funny. <laughs> it's weird. Like, that's that's how people work, I think. Like, that's how you can signify the passage of time. Is, uh, it's just, like, literal, like, stuff changing. Like, otherwise, just years go by. Like, when I went back to the SESRC... At Wazoo, the research call center that I worked at for almost a year. And then I went back there a couple years later. And I was going to work there again. And, like, all the carpet was torn up. And all the chairs were chained. Like, they were, like, upside down, like, (laughs) on desks and stuff. Oh, that's a squeaky noise. But I'm saying, like, that's how people work. Like, you have to go somewhere and it has to look different. And then you're like, ah, time has passed. Like Bothell, where I grew up, just looks completely different. Because there's all these high-rise apartments, like, close to Popkini, close to downtown Bothell. And uh, it definitely didn't look like that, you know, 15 years ago. About, you know, a dozen years ago when I graduated from Bothell High School. Go Cougars, baby. And then go Cougs, baby. Cougs. Take it on Cal Golden Bears tomorrow. Trying to snap their five-game losing streak. Their longest losing streak since 2012. Learned that yesterday. So, I think they can do it. That's my prediction of the podcast today. It's at Cal as well. Believe it's a one o'clock game. I think it's on ESPN The Deuce. So, I say... The Cougs will take care of business on the road and snap their five-game losing streak. And it'll be 30 to 20 Cougs win. There you go. Just throwing out a random college football prediction. (laughs) Not completely random, though, because the Cougs are my squad. And uh, college basketball starting to heat up. Me and dad, on my dad's birthday yesterday, we were watching the Hawks Magic in Mexico City. Watched most of that second half. And then we watched the rest of the UW Huskies taking on Northern Kentucky. The... uh, 
what were they called? The Nords? Was that what it was? I'm by the pond. There's a decent amount of people out. It's a Friday morning. Slept in today. Till almost 9 a.m. Like, got up at like 8.50. That's a big sleeping for me. You know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. I haven't slept in that long since... For quite some time. The Norse. Not the Nords. I was close. I was one letter off. <laughs> and then you just put the S at the end. But I didn't know what's a Norse. Is it... I think it's like a horse. Norse. A common term for Norsemen in the early medieval period, especially in connection with raids and monastic plundering by Norsemen in the British Isles. Norse Vikings or Norwegians was used concerning the people of Norse descent in Ireland and Scotland who assimilated into the Gaelic culture. Okay. It's like the Northmen. Um, is that what that movie was called? That I went to? By the guy who directed The Witch. Yep, the Northmen. I think that's kind of... Yep, the film is heavily influenced by Norse mythology. I saw that in theaters. Back in... Uh, Porter Ranch, AMC. Shout out North Valley, the SFV. 818, the, the famous Brody Stevens, the late great Stephen Brody Stevens, spoke of so fondly. His home. You know, I lived close to where. Brody is from Brody Stevens That would mean Cool dude to see live I think he was usually just Played around LA though Yeah he's from Reseda Reseda Been there And I lived just a couple miles north In Northridge Dude speaking of the north man I lived in Northridge. I was the North man. Yep. The Robert Eggers, director of The Witch and The Lighthouse and The North Man. I saw all three of those. I would recommend all of those. Especially The Lighthouse. I think The Lighthouse may have been my favorite of those three. That was the one with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, which I watched a little bit of The Batman. I flipped over to that late last night before I dozed off. I have a habit of falling asleep in front of the TV 
but I turned the volume down really low. So it's like, but you can still hear them, but it's very quiet. And it's like a perfect little white noise. But I did turn to John Wick, chapter two, and he was just like slaughtering everyone. <laughs> dude, dude, I tur- when I turned it to John Wick, chapter two, dude, it looked like a video game. Like, it looked like Call of Duty or something. Like, that movie... Dude, I don't know if that's the whole movie. I think I saw that one in theaters as well. Um, I've definitely seen that one. I mean, I think I've seen all three of the John Wicks. Wait, is there a fourth John Wick? But, uh... (laughs) Dude, I was like, I cannot fall asleep to this. John Wick was just going off on he was just crushing everyone it was crazy and they filmed it like a video game like how they had the camera right behind him like you were playing like he was your character it was interesting but yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say I also watched a little bit of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure the other night. That's what I like to do. Just like with college football games. I like to watch, like, 30 different college football games on a Saturday. I want to just get bits and pieces of throughout the day. I mean, unless it's a really good game... But I'll still be flipping during commercials. I just like to catch a little bit of a lot of different games, if that makes sense. And then when I'm flipping late night on a weekday, I like to watch a little bit of some different movies they're on. Or maybe like The Office or Impractical Jokers or Family Guy. It's always on. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, those guys are feeding the ducks. I'm pretty sure there's a sign that says, do not feed the ducks. Because <laughs> it's bad for the ecosystem somehow. But that sign's not right next to those people. <laughs> so... <laughs> That sign. It needs to be like on their phones when they show up at the pond. I know you're at the pond. Warning. Do not feed the ducks. <laughs> oh man. I'm gonna see if my mom wants to walk down to Rockwood Bakery. Cause I wanna spend some of my change. I have like five bucks in change. Dude, if you buy something in change, it definitely feels like you're getting it for free, basically. <laughs> it's so true. It's like the most useful, or it's like the most, what's the word? Like uh, grassroots, logical. It's the most pragmatic way to pay for a small grocery item is with change. Unless you need your quarters 
for like parking meters. So I hear some people saying that. They're like, when I go downtown, I need quarters. I think it's only free on Sundays down there. It should be free on Saturdays, you would think, right? The parking meters, downtown Spokey. You would think it's weekends that they're free. <laughs> this highly geographically geocentric podcast. <laughs> Dude, there's such a small amount of people that live. Like, I wonder how far out you'd have to go to reach a million people in in this um radius. Cause let's see. I think you'd have to go like a huge radius. I think Spokane County is less than 300,000. No, that's wrong. <laughs> 540,000. So that's bigger than I thought. But still. So if there's that many people, Spokane County, you'd still have to go like over a hundred mile radius or like, you know what I mean? Like a giant circle with a hundred mile radius um, to reach a million people. Cause you got like quarter lane. I bet there's maybe a couple hundred thousand over that way. Uh, Actually probably not even maybe like a hundred thousand you know, you go east on 90. And then there's like no one that lives west of here. And then you got to go like 80 miles south to get to Pullman. And even Pullman is only like less than 40,000 people. So, yeah, there's not that many people. Like, I wouldn't consider half a million people spread throughout a giant area. It's really not that many. Especially coming from LA County, obviously. (laughs) Dude, I'm looking at this tree right now. I gotta take a photo of this tree. It just caught my attention. Oh, that's a great photo. Oh, that's the episode art. Dude, I'm like, I was looking at the tree. Check out that tree on the episode art. Um, I, I was just looking at it. I was like, how have I never noticed? This is a beautiful piece of wood. Oh, there's like a lot more people that have come out since I started this episode. <laughs> Dude, Arnie Pods bring the people out. People are just late risers on a Friday morning. I mean, if you're not doing anything on Friday, yeah, 10, 15 a.m. Dude, I was a late riser today. Today's my Saturday. I love having a weekend. Dude, now I start to feel like I can get back in the rhythm. Now that I have a weekend, 
I'm just so happy about that. It's just very nice, you know? It's so much better than the alternative, what I was getting. <laughs> it's weird how much of a difference it makes. Because then you're working towards Thursday. Oh, yeah, and that's another thing. Yesterday, I think I was standing wrong. Because, um, yeah. Alright, I'm back at a new location. Arnie Pod and new locale. Just uh, got a couple hits of the Bolski. I'm up in the rolling green hills of Manto. And uh, I was just getting swamped by people down there. <laughs> I was like, this is a nice spot, but here comes the people. So here I am. Here I is. Yeah, what I was saying. So cashiers, beware. Don't stand in the same spot. It's all about like, I was standing in the same position for too long. And I was like leaning on my right foot. And then last night, and then, like, I think it was a combination of that and I was wearing my Nikes that were all just super worn down, didn't have any padding left, and uh, no cushy, and uh, yeah, I just couldn't handle that. Dude, and then last night, my right foot, I like, kind of like... I was just like digging my toenail like into the end of my shoe, if that makes sense. Cause I was just leaning on my right foot too much. So for like hours, obviously. Cause you work eight and a half hours. You get your half hour lunch in there, a couple breaks. But anyway, I just realized I'm like, nobody stands that long in the same exact position, unless it's your job, obviously, unless you're forced to. Because I just don't think, like on the average day, I just, I think about it and I'm like, we're definitely sitting most of the time. I'm on an average day, unless I'm, if I'm doing cashier, if I'm at work, then I'm just standing. I'm just on my feet for eight plus hours a day. <laughs> I mean, it feels good though, but you just have to be careful about how you're standing is my point. Because, um, I mean, I was probably just like zoning out, you know, obviously. I, I, you know, I'm just like passing the day. But then you don't realize till the end of the day, you're like, Oh, I've been like leaning on my foot. <laughs> and even right now, I mean, my foot feels a lot better than it did last night. And then I clip my toenails and uh, try to get that all ship shape. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's true. Like, I felt a lot better this morning after sleeping in. I felt well rested. 
I felt like I got over nine hours of sleep, which, oh, that's a poodle over there. Wow, dude. You don't see a lot of straight up poodles in the wild. It's a wild poodle. It's a, we got a wild manitou poodle over here on a Friday morning. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's legit. That's too legit to quit. That looks like a Westminster dog show poodle. Oh, it's beautiful. I'd like to give that poodle a bath. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, it's like gorgeous. The lady was looking right at me. I already got the tree for my episode photo. But I mean, that's the thing. Like my left foot doesn't feel, my left foot feels completely fine. So that's how I know I was like leaning on my right foot. And then also yesterday was my fifth day of straight, you know, the final, my Friday of the week. So, I mean, I had probably pretty much been doing that for five days straight. And so, so that's all I was thinking. I was like, it was probably like an accumulation of just standing incorrectly, kind of. And like, but that's what you do. Like when you're scanning away, like you kind of just lean. There's like lots of leaning going on. Maybe I need to not lean. <laughs> Maybe I need to stop sipping lean. <laughs> Man, it's Atlanta rapper. Remember the character? Atlanta rapper. <laughs> uh, I've been sipping so much lean. Oh my. So it's true though. Like, now that I, like, those are the things you have to pay attention to. Like, this job is not like mental. It's more physical than I think I'm giving it credit for. Dude, like you stand, dude, standing, I'm telling you, you stand for eight hours a day, you do not normally stand that much. Like, I don't think people realize how much we're not standing. Like, unless you're like out for a walk or you're working out or you're like doing the dishes, you're doing housework. But otherwise, people are like mostly sedentary. Especially people, it's all about if you're sitting for your job. Dude, I can't imagine how much I'd be sitting. Cause when you're for eight hours a day for five days a week, it's like most of your time. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I'd say it is healthier to be standing, for sure. But it's also not good to be, like, you know, just in this same position. You get, like, statue. You become, like, a statue. <laughs> when, if you're standing in just this exact position, like, I need to be more aware of how I'm standing. All right, I think that's enough. <laughs> I think I covered that pretty good. 
Um, yeah, because I can just feel it in my my feet, especially my right foot. But it's good though that it feels better than last night. That's good. Ah. <laughs> oh man. Yep. All right. So I wrapped up that story. The lighthouse from 2019. Robert Eggers. 19th century lighthouse keepers in turmoil after being marooned at a remote New England outpost by a wild storm. The film has defied categorization in media and interpretations of it range from a horror film, a psychological thriller, a survival film, and a character study, among others. And, uh... Principal photography took place in Nova Scotia, Canada. Oh, Canada. Your lighthouses are great. Oh, lighthouse keeper Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta like take a breath on Arnie Pod. Dude, like I was saying, I wanna slow down a little. Like smooth jazz Arnie Pod. The idea for the film first emerged from Max Eggers' re envisioning of Edgar Allan Poe's unfinished short story of the same name. There you go. If it was unfinished, he did not live to finish it and had barely begun it by the time of his death in 1849. Edgar Allan Poe passed away at 40 from, let's see. His death has remained mysterious in regard to both the cause of death and the circumstances in which it happened. Wow. Um, let's see. Edgar Allan Poe was found delirious and disheveled at a tavern in Baltimore, Maryland on October 3rd. He sought the help of magazine editor Joseph E. Snodgrass and was taken to the Washington College Hospital, where he was treated for apparent intoxication. Poe had no visitors in the hospital and gave no account of how he came to be in his condition before dying on October 7th at age 40. Hmm. Yeah. That's definitely fishy. Maybe fish were involved. Maybe it was a mercury poisoning. Maybe it was an early... Maybe he was poisoned. Maybe he ate a poisoned apple. And then that's how they wrote Snow White. Hmm. 
Isn't that the basis of Snow White? The poison apple? Uh, <laughs> Am I just making that up? So there you go. Snow White. I feel like that's just something I know. Poison apple. A poisoned apple. Disneyfandom.com. Uh, let's see. The poisoned apple is a magic blood red apple which will send its victim into the sleeping death when bitten. The victim of it can only be revived by love's first kiss. That's right. Wait, so that's, uh... Yeah, it's Snow White. Okay. Because then there's Sleeping Beauty, right? Wait, is Sleeping Beauty the same as Snow White? Oh my gosh. Remember Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> uh, it is used by the evil queen in an attempt to do away with her stepdaughter, Snow White, in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It is also well known as a trademark object for both Snow White and the Evil Queen. All right. So, um, what's Sleeping Beauty? What comes up? All right, Sleeping Beauty. 1959 film Disney um, so wait so there's two Disney princesses that have sleeping storylines is that what <laughs> is that what I'm gathering <clears throat> uh, the film follows <clears throat> Princess Aurora shout out Aurora Colorado isn't that where, um, speaking of Batman, isn't that where that horrible movie theater shooting happened? God, that's crazy, dude. At the Joker, right? Right? Um, film follows Princess Aurora, who was cursed by the evil fairy Maleficent. So that's where that Angelina Jolie film comes from. To die from a prick from the spindle of a spinning wheel. Kind of like Wheel of Fortune. Is that where Wheel of Fortune got its idea? She is saved by three good fairies who alter the curse so that the princess falls into a deep sleep and is awakened by true love's kiss. So I don't know if any, any comedian has ever done this bit. But now I'm starting to see that Disney was teaching us that, um, dude, this sounds horrible. This is a horrible bit. <laughs> dude, they were saying in two separate incidents that when a woman is asleep, <laughs> that, you sh that you should kiss her. <laughs> oh my gosh. I never put together those pieces. But, um, dude, I'm just saying what Disney 
That's what Disney said in two separate incidents. Is to that you should kiss a beautiful sleeping woman. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrible. But that's what Disney that's their plot. Uh Sleeping Beauty, also titled in English as The Sleeping Beauty in the Woods, is a fairy tale about a princess cursed by an evil fairy to sleep for a hundred years before being awakened by a handsome prince. And, um, yep. Oh, there goes the poodle. So as long as you're good looking, <laughs> you're a handsome prince. <laughs> Uh, it's all good, dude. That's the thing about having a podcast that, like, not too many people listen to. You feel that kind of freedom to be like... I mean, I'm not a joke. <laughs> I don't have to get defensive. I made the joke, and it happened. And now we're going to let it stand. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to because that's the thing about having a podcast that you do every day and also you're like not that many people listen and I do it every day it's a pretty A to B joke though I'm just like pointing out the obvious I'm like wait a second <laughs> Disney um, there's all sorts of things that people have like I think Disney did more like funny adult stuff than we people have researched that <laughs> they're like all these weird images appear in these Disney movies <laughs> oh man but Anyway, what else? We may as well just talk about, oh yeah, let's talk about the, uh, oh, where did I put the, there it is. All right. (laughs) This is just a little downtime. See what I said? I'm just trying to slow down. Just trying to bring it to a halt. Where was I? Um, yeah, I was talking about Dave Newhouse yesterday. That's right. So I did the Newhouse one. Number six. Hallmark Christmas movies from Good Housekeeping. The top 35. Number six. Deliver by Christmas. Molly, played by Alvina August... Wasn't that guy who hooked up with Jada Pinkett Smith? I thought that his name was something like, like almost exactly like that. I think his name was like August Alsina or something. <laughs> but this person is Alvina August. Finds herself in a love triangle, or so she thinks, while she's falling for Josh, played by Eon Bailey, in IRL, in real life, she's also pouring her heart out to a mystery man via text. The best part, 
she doesn't realize they're the same guy. <laughs> what a M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist. And, um, dude, that's what I'm going to say to Brett. That's right. That's my argument. Remember me and Brett were talking about, like, past lives and, like, future lives and, like, something more. <laughs> I think lots of people have wondered that. I think that's a common human concept. Because you want to be like, yeah, this, I love, like, I love life. And, um, but then you get scared at the end, right? I think a lot of people get scared. They're like, death seems scary, dude. Old people be scared. (laughs) That sounds like a t-shirt. Dude, that's a great Arnie pod. And then on the back of it, Arnie pod. All right, hit me up if you want to make that t-shirt. If you would like to make a t-shirt, old people be scared. And then listen to, and then just the back of it, Arnie pod. (laughs) Dude, that's a great, that's like a t-shirt slogan. That's like my dad was saying that my brother used to have a t-shirt, which does sound familiar when my dad said it. Uh, A picture of Rashid Wallace's face because he said, ball don't lie. And then that in big letters, ball don't lie. I was like, I do remember that now that you say it. Sometimes you don't really remember something on your own, but then if someone says something, then it just like, you know, triggers that memory. And you're like, oh yeah, that does sound familiar. (laughs) Like, I would never have thought of that. But then now that you say it, you know. um, So anyway, let's do uh, Richard Hamilton. Rip, Hollywood, The Man in the Mask. All sound like movies. Six foot six, 185. Dude, now we got some skinny guys. Dude, 6'6", 185? Dude, that's like my level of skinny. Because I'm 6'3", 170. Like, not even 170 most days. But, dude, 6'6", 185 is a twig. (laughs) Out of Yukon. First round, seventh pick overall in the 99 draft. Wow. Wow. Oh, that'd be interesting. He's out of Coatesville, Pennsylvania, February 14th. Oh, Valentine's baby. Shout out. Rip Hamilton. Shout out. Valentine's. 1978. Shooting guard, small forward, righty. 99 draft. Let's look at the six people picked ahead of him. Let's say, do you think they had better careers than Richard Hamilton? Um, so, I mean, going in, we know, I mean, we haven't gone over the numbers yet, but, wait a second, that's my eyes. One time I got a laugh at a stand-up, at an open mic, the, the bartender was, like, making the ice noise in the background, and I had just told a joke that had, like, bombed, 
<laughs> and I just stood there and said, I like just listening to the ice. And that got a laugh. So that's how you do it. See, that's like a professional. <laughs> and that's why I know I'm like, you know, I think I could do stand up comedy. I mean, I've done it like 40 times. And I've like stood in the pocket. I stayed in the pocket every time, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't bail on the bits. Like, you know how some people, like, will make fun of... They'll be like, why am I even doing this? <laughs> you know? Like, I would just tell my jokes. I'd be like, I paid my $5 to be here, so I'm not going to mess around. I'm just going to tell my jokes. Because I actually write funny jokes. Because I'm a writer. So I had, like, lots of good one-liners. Which you can listen to. Using... The Arnie Pod. <laughs> I was going to say the Arnie Pod app. Dude, if there was an Arnie Pod app, dude, at like Outback Steakhouse, <laughs> if they had one at Applebee's, at Arnie Bees, see, that's how you know that Arnie Pod has made it. Once, like TGI Fridays or Red Lobster or Red Robin. Or another restaurant that starts with red. Or, <laughs> or uh, you know. Once uh, there's an Arnie Pod app, what would the Arnie Pod app be? That's a fun question. I think guacamole would be involved. I think... That sounds like a sex move. <laughs> that sounds like I'm coming up with a sex move. I think guacamole would be involved. Let's see. The Arnie Pod app. There would definitely be like a maple bar. Oh. Okay, not guacamole. The Arnie Pod app would slant towards desserts. Obviously. Because, dude, if we're being honest, there's been so much candy just like around me lately. Like, there's always, there's just candy at work. And then my mom has picked up some candy from my sister's house. So there's just candy around me. <laughs> like, if that's how I avoided eating it back in the day. But then I would always have some whenever I was on set. Wherever I got to be somewhere Hollywood. Speaking of Rip Hamilton, Hollywood. Which I wonder why his nickname was Hollywood. He's from Pennsylvania. Went to Yukon. Played for the Pistons. <laughs> and his nickname is Hollywood. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to head down to that bathroom down there. And then I'll finish up on Rip Hamilton. Because I don't want to just holster this. I mean, I obviously drank my cold brew. On a mostly empty, pretty much empty stomach. So I got to go to the bathroom. So I don't want to be distracted as I'm talking about Rip Hamilton, <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> but yeah, whenever I'd be on somewhere Hollywood, I would always, there's like, obviously like treats around. There's crafty. There's such good food around those places. And there would always be, uh, yeah, you could always get like donuts and stuff. Dude, I love maple bars. So yeah, the Arnie Pod app. As I'm making my way to the bathroom, the Arnie Pod app 
I think it'd be like mini maple bar bites. You know, like those donut bites, but they'd be maple bars. And then guacamole. <laughs> oh, that'd be gross. Oh, uh, no. You'd have those. And then you'd obviously have like, you could have like a three pronged, like little mini trays of icing, you know? You'd have like a little, a little tray that had three different slots. And you'd have, uh, you'd have the standard icing. You'd have like a chocolate icing. And then you'd have, uh, what would be a, probably like something fruity. You'd have like, um, like a blueberry or raspberry or, uh, I think blueberry would be good. You'd have like a blueberry icing. Kind of like, that'd be good, dude. Dip the, like a little dude. I'm, I'm like designing such a good stoner idea. <laughs> what's that one? Oh, what's that one? Like internet, like epic meal time. I'm kind of designing like my own version of uh, epic meal time. But yeah, so shout out like Applebee's if you want to. You had Great Falls Applebee's. My mom's photo from her high school basketball team is uh, in Great Falls, Montana, in the Applebee's, which is down by the river. <laughs> it's true. It's right by the uh, Missouri River. So, um, yeah, there you go. I'm going to go take a dump, and I'm going to finish up this episode. Yeah, I designed the uh, Arnie Pod app. God, that sounded delicious. There you go. all right i'm gonna go potty now all right let's hope this is open too because if it's not then um then i'm gonna be in you know run into the woods mode if that makes sense (laughs) which there's plenty of like you know forest area around here i think this is open I believe this one, I used this like a few days ago. I think I'm good. So, um, yeah, I'm almost there now. (laughs) That's where I am. All right. I'll be back. Oh, I have to tell you about my dad telling me about Arnold Schwarzenegger on the Manning cast, Monday Night Football. I'll be back. All right. That was good. Didn't even take a dump. Just empty the sea monster I'm the sea monster <laughs> uh, Chris Chris Arnie yep Chris Arnie at your service um, so what was I was going to say Arnold so that's why I should do later today I should uh, check out I should watch the YouTube of the Arnold Watsonega on the Manning cast with Eli Payton. I should watch that later today. Because my dad just told me about it. So now I feel like I should compare it. But he said that 
Arnold was giving like way too long of responses, I guess. <laughs> but he's like, he was talking for like a minute and a half for each response, for each question. But I don't, I think that's kind of good. That means he's like more involved. It's better than giving like 10 second answers. Like it's not a radio show. Like it's a football game. And if he's going to be on there, he could be on there for 25 minutes of airtime. And that's a lot of time to fill. And, uh, so yeah, that's like the one thing I disagreed with <laughs> without even having washed it yet. Because I'm like, maybe... Dude, does Arnold have a podcast? Because um, that sounds like something you would do on a podcast. You'd kind of uh, podtificate. Ooh, I just came up with that, dude. That's pretty good, right? Like pontificate? Podtificate. Come on, dude. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Arnold podcast. I just looked up. Arnold's Pump Club. A daily podcast by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dude, I called that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like he's talked, he's been on Corolla. I think he's talked about that on Adam Carolla podcast, the Adam Carolla show. Um, Cause it sounds kind of familiar. Now that I see that name, it looks familiar. <laughs> Arnold's pump club. Dude, daily. What did I say? I said, maybe he's a podcaster. <laughs> exact. Cause that's something a podcaster would do. Cause Dude, if you're going to talk, any podcast worth its weight is at least over an hour a week. I mean, I think podcasts that only go once a week, I think that's not enough, really. I mean, obviously I think that because I do mine literally every day. Like, I do it seven days a week, usually at least... I would say at least eight episodes a week, but seven days a week for sure. It depends if me and Brett, if my buddy Brett Hogue has time, which we'll see if he has time today. Or, oh yeah, he said he's not drinking. Because I was going to say, we'll see if he's hung over after his birthday. But um, no, Brett said he hasn't been drinking. So, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which, I feel like Brett, that's pretty surprising, because Brett has always been a pretty big partier. <laughs> I mean, just to be like, oh, wait, dude, that would be, I feel like a, that would be a different my buddy Brett. Uh, one who just smokes more weed, like we were saying. Because typically, if you're someone who used to drink more, and then you don't drink anymore, then uh, a lot of people end up smoking more weed then. <laughs> you know, a lot of common folk. I think more people smoke weed 
than I realize even. Dude, because there's people like my parents' age who I know smoke weed. So it's like, wait, if they're doing it, then, I mean, other than like my grandpa, <laughs> like, like my grandma and grandpa are both 87. And I know they don't do weed, but there are people in their 80s who do it though, because it probably helps their uh, literal chronic physical pain and helps them sleep and stuff and have good appetites and uh, be funny at the bingo table (laughs) in the bingo hall, (laughs) you know, when they're playing, um, I don't know, spades or David Spade. They're watching a David Spade movie. (laughs) They have her Kate Spade handbags with them. Ooh, that was a... Isn't Kate Spade the name of the... Kate Spade. I feel like that's... um... There's purses like that, right? Am I right? Yep, handbags. Boom. Acting like I didn't know that. Kate Spade actually passed away in 2018. Oh. By, um taking her own life that's sad that does once again though that does sound familiar (laughs) I hate dude it's sad I hate to make light I'm not making light of it I'm saying now that I see it it is familiar I'm like I feel like I did know that in the back of my head I'm like something there was something like gruesome around Kate Spade that was it She's the co-founder and co-owner of the designer brand Kate Spade, New York. Was 55 years old. Wait, and is related to David's... No, not related. Brother-in-law. Okay. Andy Spade was her husband. Wait. Yeah, and Andy Spade is... David Spade's older brother. There you go. Dang, that's sad. Uh, co-founder, Andy Spade, also the co-founder of Kate Spade, New York. These guys are in the park with their metal detectors. What if I just yelled, get a job? <laughs> Dude, how much money could you possibly make by doing that or I mean like I don't get that do these guys find like I don't know I don't know (laughs) is this like a travel channel show am I in the discovery channel universe there's two guys like going competitive they're going head to head with their metal detectors <laughs> in the park. Uh, yeah, okay. Rachel Brosnahan. That name sounds familiar. She's related to the spades. Um, 
Let's see. Oh well. The internet is uh is dragging, it's lagging. <laughs> That's okay. I think Rachel Brosnahan is probably an actor. An actrice. Let's see. Dude, what if they were filming a Discovery Channel show? They're like Spokane Metal Detector Men. <laughs> Heavy metal. You know. Or like first place metal. <laughs> yeah, dude. There must maybe those metal detector guys are on like Bluetooth. <laughs> Their metal detectors have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I think they're using all the Wi-Fi in this area. All right. So let's just estimate better career or not. Uh, actually, first I'll say Rip Hamilton's... Wait, where am I at? Where's Rip? Oh, okay. So first I'll just say the names. So Elton Brand was first. He had a decent long career. He played over a decade in the league. Steve Francis. He kind of... He was really good for a few years. And then flamed out a little bit. We might have to look at... This may be the template. That's actually a good idea. So after Rip Hamilton, I'll just go to this page. And use this page as like a home page for my NBA basketball, uh, you know, basketball emoji, HOF or not. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love just doing long pod. I don't know what it is. For something, something about it to me becomes like, it's just valuable to me for some reason. Just doing a podcast that goes very long is both enjoyable, but then it's like I like doing it. Like right now, I'm just enjoying myself. I'm getting fresh air. Uh, not listening to NPR. I'm just outside in the fresh air. It feels good. I'm actually getting steps in. I'm just walking around. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's just a nice way for me to spend... It's 11-11 right now. Make a wish. I wish Arnie Pod was huge. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I'm starting to think... No, You know what? It's kind of like the devilish bet that um, if you spend money in promoting Arnie Pod, if I did, then it almost becomes like necessary for it to succeed because I'm like now I'm investing actual currency in it versus there's not as much pressure on me to make any you know there's no pressure if I'm not investing in it, it it's kind of like a weird way to look at it <laughs> it's true though um, god dude these some of these trees I'm like there's some day that this tree 
is gonna fall over. Because <laughs> this tree is like angled. It's not even going straight up and down. It's like so skinny and it's also like the leaning tower of oaks. No, the leaning tower of Pinesa, which I've said on the podcast before. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. But um, no, that's the thing. There's no pressure for Arnie Pod to like really succeed because I can just say, yeah, I didn't invest in it. I haven't paid for advertisement promotion. But if I did do that, I don't, I think that's not really the path for some reason. I'm like, I don't think money, I think it's more about like, and then I think about like what my audience could handle. <laughs> and I don't think anybody can listen to as much Arnie Pod as I've been putting out since the beginning of July. And so, and now it's November 10th. It's been over four months of just relentless Arnie Pod. <laughs> and I was doing shorter episodes, but the past few weeks, we've been doing like lots of episodes over an hour. Like a lot more than we were. Um, I mean, back in the day, I used to do like three hour episodes, but I mean, now, now I consider anything over an hour is like, that's a long episode of Arnie Pod, for sure. It's true. It's like, dang, I went long that day, today. And, um, but yeah, so I kind of like where I'm at right now. And I'm kind of just like loading up the Arnie Pod cannon, if that makes sense. Like both, like loading of the cannon, like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and... And, um, like a cannon, like a collection, you know, the Arnie Pod collection. I kind of like that, the Arnie Pod collection. <laughs> I think I want to use that somehow. <laughs> this is the Arnie Pod collection. Not the Arnie Pod collective, because then that would be like a group. <laughs> In Arnie Pod, it do, while it does have you know, friends of the pod. It's largely, like most of Arnie Pod is just me talking. But then there are times, like Brett is like an ally of Arnie Pod. <laughs> Dad and Uncle Steve have logged some hours with me, for sure. Cousins, Matt and Brett have logged some hours. There's been people, we've had lots of guest time on Arnie Pod, but... If you look at like the last few months, over 90%, I'd say like over 95% of the podcast is me doing solo action, obviously. But um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think even the most diehard podcast fans can keep up with Arnie Pod. Because there's no podcast that I listen to every day, if that makes sense. Um, like some days I'll listen to Rogan, some days I'll listen to Corolla, some days I'll listen to Tim Dillon, some days I'll listen to Theo Vaughn, some days I'll listen to We Might Be Drunk, 
those are pretty much the only ones lately. Oh, today I was listening to Burtcast. I was listening to Burt and Chrissy D. Chrissy D is one of my favorites. I'll I'll listen to Hey Babe every once in a while. Chrissy D and Sal Volcano. I like to mix it up. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't listen to any of them every day. I mean, I used to listen to a ton. I can't believe the amount of time I spent. (laughs) And I... It was just crazy, like, looking back. I mean, I don't think it's like... I think it was... It's kind of like me time, if that makes sense. But it was like an overload of, you know... You know, what do they call it? Like, self-care. Like, lots of me time, lots of self-care. That was listening to podcasts for me back in the day. But now... Like, I listened... I mean, I listened on my lunch... And on my two breaks, so like right there, that's almost an hour of podcast listening. But it's when I'm on the clock though. So it feels like I'm being efficient. But um, last night I was listening. Like nowadays, like on my off days, I haven't been listening much. That's the main difference. Like when I've had my free time, like today and tomorrow, like, tomorrow I probably won't listen to pods much. Because I watch college football. I just want to tune into that all day. And, uh... Yeah, I got to mow the lawn today. <laughs> so I'll mow the lawn the last time of the season. My dad said last night, I'll mow the lawn. So I'm going to do that today, though. Because I don't want to do that on a Saturday. I'll do it on my Saturday. Which is today. Friday. but um no there's something about it just it makes sense to me to do lots of long podcast episodes because i'm like eventually a number of people will be into arnie pod i mean there already is like i get i pretty consistently get like like, I'll get, like, a hundred listens a week. Which I think for a completely unknown podcast this has never paid to promote itself. And so it's, like, all underground. It's just competing with, like, a million other podcasts. To get, like, a hundred listens a week. And I've gotten 500 listens in the last 30 days. So I'd say that's, that's a pretty solid month. 500 listens in a month. I mean, for com- that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not comparing myself to, like... You can't compare yourself to, like, podcasts that are the ones that we listen to. <laughs> if that makes sense. The podcast that you know about. That's, like... Um, I think I've said this before. Like, filming a movie on your iPhone. And then comparing it to a James Cameron movie. Or a Christopher Nolan movie. You know, like, they have, like, millions of dollars at their hands. These guys have budgets. And then, um... But then the podcast thing is, like... Yeah, dude, you're not gonna, like... (laughs) I think... No, it's more about making your own new thing. If that makes sense. 
Like, I think I have to accept that I'm not going to be, like, a regular in, like, the podcast universe that I am plugged into. Um, like, the, you know, like, all the comedy podcasts. Like, be like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to get on, like, Rogan. <laughs> I'm not going to be on Theo Vaughn's podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you have to lower your expectations a little bit. <laughs> You'd be like, dude, there's... There's definitely tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of, you know, dudes similar age to me, you know, kind of like dudes from my generation who are also obsessed with this kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, like you're competing against a large pool of people and uh, like an Olympic sized pool of people. (laughs) And uh, no, but that's the thing. It's not about like. Yeah, like, who cares? Like, I'm not... Yeah, that's not my expectation. It's more about being like... I want to make my own new thing. I want... Like, these guys... I mean... You're not competing... Like I said, that's like playing a pickup game at the YMCA. And then saying... I want to be on the uh, next Team USA. (laughs) You know? I want to go head-to-head against LeBron. You know, um, I don't know <laughs> what other metaphor can I make. <laughs> uh, that's like going for a swim at the beach and then saying, "I just competed in a competition in a challenge on the CBS show Survivor," which I love Survivor. <laughs> but um, no, I'm talking about making your own new thing. I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not about like, I mean, obviously I would be on, like I've been on Ken Reed's podcast, for example. Like that's a pretty cool, dude, Ken Reed is like a celebrity. I mean, you may not know, (laughs) dude, there's levels of celebrity. There's like, like the people I've been talking about in podcasting. And then there's like the Ken Reed level of celebrity. Where you're like, I've heard of that guy. Like, that's a comedian. I've actually have heard of... Like, I bet there's a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, Ken Reed. I've heard of that name. Like, I know... It's, it's about, like, name recognition. People who know stand-up comedy and know podcasting, like, a lot of them are like, oh, Ken Reed. Yes, I've heard of that guy. <laughs> like, there's like, oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, there you go. Shout out Ken Reed. He's my favorite famous person, I would say. Because he's been the nicest to me. He's the only one who actively let me be on his podcast and then published the episode. Came out this past June. Check it out. Ken Reed's uh, TV guidance counselor. There you go. Chris Arneson. Check that episode out. Um... It's pretty cool. Yeah, dude, he's so nice. Compared to, like, Greg Fitzsimmons. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, see, that's why you don't meet your idols. Like, I didn't meet him in person, but I just conversed with him on email. And we were, like, I probably, like, clumsily asked if he'd be on my podcast or something. Or if I could go on his. But I just remember... 
um, like, I remember I shared a little bit of my story with him, I think, or something. I was just being, like, naive. But then he was just like, <laughs> I think in his email response to me, um, he was like, nice story, but doesn't sound like a full podcast episode to me. <laughs> and then I remember just being like, wow, you just lost a bit of respect <laughs> for me <laughs> or, or something. Not, not really respect, but almost like. Just in the back of my mind, I'll be like, I don't really like that guy that much. <laughs> I feel like he's not that nice. <laughs> Compared to like Ken Reed. Like when I'm like, oh, I, I just get good vibes from Ken Reed. He's like nice, dude. But at the same time, Greg Fitzsimmons is more famous than Ken Reed. So he has more of a platform, I suppose. But... uh no, I mean, I guess I just think you don't have to be like, I mean, I, I just, for some reason I got offended. By, I was like, ugh, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I, I was like, okay, I'll never email him again. <laughs> Actually, I thought in general to myself, I was like, okay, I don't think I ever need to message famous people in any way. Like, you know, like tweet them or like DM them or like email them. Like, I used to do that more because I would think it, it was, like, fun or, like, interactive. But, um, I mean, I think the Sklar brothers have given me, like, some good, like, retweets and, like, likes. And, like, I don't think they've ever been... I've always loved the Sklar brothers. And they've definitely thrown me, like, a retweet or something. I do remember that. And Daniel Van Kirk has given me a nice response. Dude, and I've, but I've met Daniel Van Kirk in person after a show. Me and dad went to him back in, it was November 1st, 2018. <laughs> I remember the exact day for some reason. It was in Seattle. I don't remember the name of the club. It was just this tiny like 100 person theater in somewhere in Seattle, like probably somewhere like Queen Anne-ish, somewhere around there. But um, no, after the show, got to meet da- the, the DVK. Got a photo with the DVK. That's a great photo. But maybe that should be the episode art. I should find that photo. Hmm. How would I find that? <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's probably on my Facebook, I would think. I think I'll look into that maybe. But there you go. <laughs> I've definitely posted it somewhere. It's probably on my Facebook. Look at my Facebook. 1,500 people. <laughs> the humble break. Oh, man. It's funny. Because it, it doesn't really have, like, real-life currency. But I feel like in a few years, having a certain amount of followers will have more real-life, you know, implications or currency, if that makes sense. Like, I would be... There is, like, a way to earn money... Like, earn stars on Facebook professionally. 
<laughs> I'm not at that level where I can make money doing it yet. But uh, I don't know. That's the main question. I think, dude, I think podcasting does continue to grow. Because it's kind of what people do when they're being lazy, if that makes sense. And I think there's more people who just stay home. I think lots of people who work from home are listening to podcasts, like when they're on the clock. And um, just lots of people at home in general listen to podcasts. And there's more people staying home more than ever nowadays. And there's more people working from home. So spending the bulk of their time just at home. And I think that's what you do at home is you listen to podcasts. Um, Like I would a lot more if it was just me. But just de facto of having my parents around, then it makes it easier for me to just not listen to podcasts as much. But when it's just me and I'm chilling, then I do get like bored like that. But, so I would spend like lots of time just like watching TV on mute, listen to podcasts. I feel like that'd be my, my downtime nowadays. But I do like watching Adam Sandler movies with my mother. <laughs> of course that's fun, dude. But I think I, Arnie Pod has kind of turned podcasting into... Dude, it's like next level podcasting. Because, <laughs> dude, like I'm saying, it comes out, dude, every single day, seven days a week, I've been putting out episodes. That doesn't even compare to most podcasts. Because, dude, having one episode per week, or even two, that's only two sevenths of what I've been doing. <laughs> like, and I've been doing, like, long episodes recently, like I said. But, um, so it's kind of like next level podcast. <laughs> it's like I'm taking podcasting to, like, a new meaning. Because, um, no, I just don't see anyone doing it that much. I mean, point out some people who do it every single day for over four months. Like, I would like to see other podcasts who have done... (laughs) Like, it sounds like I'm bragging or something. But I think... I'm just, like, proud of it. It, Like, it actually shows, like, true dedication to the thing. Like, I haven't... There hasn't been one day where I've thought to myself, I don't really want to do this. Or I just want to give up on this. Or even when I was super busy during my sister's wedding weekend... I still managed, I, like that day that I worked, then we went to a reception dinner that evening. I still managed to do a little mini episode. You know, <laughs> it wasn't much of an episode. It was like two and a half minutes or something. But still, that counts, dude. <laughs> I kept the streak going. Because I literally didn't have any time that day. And, um, no, but then most days, I just have time in the morning. And I'm usually more of a morning person. But then today I'm not really doing anything. So that's why I'm like, I'm just chilling and going long. Then I go back and eat something. I'm hungry. 
I want to do this lawn. Maybe I can do the lawn when I get back. After I eat. Maybe some bacon. <laughs> bacon sounds good. But, um... No, I don't know. Because it's not that more is better. But it is better if you really enjoy doing it. And also if you're like... I'm like kind of a lone wolf. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not like... It's kind of... I'm just... I mean, I'm just hanging out. I'm not like stiffing someone right now. Like, there's no one who's like... Where's Chris? <laughs> like, I'm just, like, doing my own thing, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I'm just chilling. This is what I enjoy doing. And I really enjoy... I mean, I enjoy doing it. But then I really love seeing it in the Arnie Pod collection. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it the Arnie Pod collection. Um... Yeah, I like seeing it, like, two hours. And then I like seeing it every day when it's, like, September 1st, September 2nd, September 3rd, September 4th. <laughs> and, like, that's the episodes. It's just, you can see that I didn't miss a single day. And um, it just looks good to me. I'm like, ooh, that's what a podcast feed is supposed to look like. Like, I kind of don't know why most podcasts don't go at least four times a week. Like, I can't believe that most podcasts are only once a week. But, um, it's kind of weird. Because <laughs> it doesn't seem very often. I mean, it's because these people are, like, busy. Because they're, like, stand-up comics who travel. So that's why they don't have time. It's because, and they're also, they have to schedule, like, with each other sometimes. But, no, I'm saying more of, like, the solo podcasters. Like, the Theo Vaughns and the Tim Dillons. And, like, Bert does solo pods sometimes. Like, I don't know why they don't just do it, like, why don't you just do it, like, 20 minutes on a Wednesday? You know? Like, who doesn't, even, that's what I'm saying, like, most people... I mean, these guys are, like, really busy, I think. But, I mean, I feel like they would have, like, 20 minutes to spare for their podcast. Because they have, like, millions of listeners. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine having, like, a million listeners and then not doing it every day? See, that's what I don't get. Like, dude, I have, like, not that many listeners. And I still am super motivated to do it every day. Because it gets me pumped up. You know, like, I just love doing it. But, um... No, but if I had a million listeners... <laughs> I would so easily just do it every day. <laughs> Dude, and then... You, like, I would do, like... Pretty much nothing else. Other than traveling. And going for walks. I think I would just hang out at home. Watch sports. Do the podcast every day. And then, but then I would want to travel like at least once a month. And I'd want to like go to like baseball stadiums and sporting events. Like that's how I would lead my, you know, wealthy bachelor life. You know, <laughs> I'm leading my bachelor life, but I just don't have the wealth. 
But um, no, I've been working hard though. I've been grinding. This morning was payday. Last night, this morning. I saw that direct deposit go in, baby. It's looking pretty good, baby. No, I mean, yeah, there's like, <laughs> there's, I mean, I, and dude, how many, I can't even emphasize enough how many other people are there. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's that many people who do their podcast every day like I do. Because they're like, there's something about like, Oversaturization. I think most people would not think it was logical to do that. But like I'm at the point where I'm more I'm kind of just doing it for myself, really. Like that's why I do it every day. It's because I love doing it. And but then I also see it as it actually because I am a person who lives on momentum. So if I started taking days off, then that would ruin my uh, Arnipod momentum, if that makes sense. It's true, like that's how I work. I'm all about momentum. Like if I took a day where I just didn't go outside and didn't go for a walk and didn't drink my coffee and didn't my cold brew, didn't smoke my weed, (laughs) didn't do my Arnipod, um, I would not feel like myself. Didn't do the sauna. You know. I was going to say I didn't take a shower. I do need to take a shower. I didn't, I didn't take a shower this morning. Because there was so much stuff going on. <laughs> but. Um, no like. I, I am all about momentum. You know. I don't know how much more I can. I think it's a good way to. Because once I get like on a roll. Then I just get in like a groove and I'm like, like I said, like I've been enjoying my days as long as I'm standing properly and not just like hurting my feet. <laughs> but I also think those shoes, I think my Nikes had hit their breaking point um, where they just were done. I think they're dunsky. <laughs> I mean, I'll still wear them. I mean, I think I'll keep them just for like a stroll maybe but I'm just I'm saying I'm not going to wear them to work I'm not going to stand eight hours a day in those shoes the shoes I'm wearing right now are much more comfy I'm rocking my Sacconis and uh, I think those Nikes for some dude my I swear I think my right foot may be a little bigger than my left foot because it was my right foot that was like jamming into the end of my Nike last night. <laughs> and I was like, but the Nikes are size 11s. But then they say Nikes run small. So that means you need to get a little bigger shoe than you normally would. So I think I'm probably in 11 and a half in Nikes. Is what I think I learned. Because for some reason I was like, my left foot is fitting perfectly But all of a sudden, I feel like my right foot is just, like, not fitting in my shoe. (laughs) It was weird. I was like, dang. (laughs) Now I'm talking about my feet again. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Dude, but that is the thing. If you have a job where you're standing, and, I mean, mainly standing. 
It's not even the walking around the hersia. It's the um, it's being in one position that'll like bang up your feet. Um, so you gotta be like cautious about your footwear. I think you need that like nice cushy footwear, you know. <laughs> but um, no, I got my parents got me my ma got me a pair of Skechers. <laughs> Ma got me a pair of Skechers from Costco. So, those are pretty fresh as well. I think those are pretty loaded up with padding. And these Sacconis haven't been worn too much either. So, there you go. Because my other Sacconis hit their breaking point as well. So, now I got two nice shoes. So, there you go. <laughs> I mean, you got to wear the nice, comfy walking slash running shoes for these kinds of standing and dude like i think those pads that they have i think those probably aren't even as good as they think like the pads that they have a standing on they're probably like actually detrimental <laughs> Det- detrimental <laughs> and um yeah it's something i think like that floor it's like the hard floor like, I'm thinking about Because right now, I've been walking on this soft grass. And it feels better on my feet. It's just... This grass feels nice. <laughs> okay. So, Stevie Francis, Baron Davis, Lamar Odom, Jonathan Bender. There's the first huge miss. Uh, those first four guys had pretty good careers. Wally Zerbiak. He's now like a TNT analyst. He had a good career. He was a good three-point shooter. And then Rip Hamilton. So yeah, we should use... That's a pretty good list. This 99 draft has some good people that we can use for HOF or not. So let's use the 99 draft list as our uh, starting point and then um, probably go on to the 2000 draft after that we'll go upwards and uh, (laughs) but so for today let's go back to Rip Hamilton man we just go and lock dude it's crazy how much better my foot feels than last night though Dude, my foot was... <laughs> I talk about my foot. Dude, it's true, though. I think anybody who's had, like, this type of work... Like, now I see, like... This is how... The work is not mental. It's like... It can hurt your feet. <laughs> like, these standing type things. <laughs> All right. Rip Hamilton. Played 14 seasons. Three-time All-Star. 4 NBA champ with the Detroit Pistons. War number 32, 921 games. Um, so remember, as a template, MJ played... How many did MJ have? He had 1,072 games. So I'd say 1,000 games is kind of like an even number for NBA guys. Like, if you played 1,000 games... Anywhere near a 1,000 games, you had a lengthy career. Because, I mean, you're logging, like, maybe 82 games a season. You play the full season. All right. 
921 games, 17.1 points, 3.1 rebounds, 3.4 assists. So began with the Washington Wizards, 99 through 02, first three seasons. Then was a Piston 02 to 2010, no, sorry, 2011. And uh, then a Chicago Bowl, final two seasons. And actually played 50 games and started 45 in his final season at age 34, uh, actually turned 35 during like that all-star break. Because he's a Valentine's Day baby. So that's right around All-Star break. So, um... He actually did miss a decent amount of time. This is his games played. Starting his rookie season. 71, 78, 63, 82, 78, 76, 80, 75, 72, 67, 46... 55, 28, and then 50 in his final season. So he missed a decent amount of time in his 14 seasons. Lots of injury for Rip Hamilton. Um, Shot 45% from the field, 35% from three, 85% from the line. So you got 45, 35, 85 as his splits. Had 0.8 steals per game. That's not bad. He had uh, one, two, four seasons with at least one steal per game. And uh, his all-star seasons were 05 through 08. Three seasons consecutively. And um, his best season, let's see, he averaged at least 20 points per game four seasons. So, but they were all exactly 20 points a game. <laughs> so he was just barely getting to that 20 points a game mark. Um, actually, his final season in D.C. averaged 20 points a game. rebounds, 2.7 assists, and uh, shot 44% from the field in 63 games. So he was good. He was better than I realized as a wizard, as a wizard. uh, So as a rookie, averaged 9 points a game. But then second season, 18 points a game. And then that third season, 20 points a game. But was never huge with the uh, rebounds and assists. Um, you know, so like three and so three for each of them. If you just round it, so seventeen points a game, three rebounds, three assists for his career stats. That's not a big number. Only three of each of those. Like you would hope that a guy would be getting like. Like, a guy like him could get at least five assists a game and at least five rebounds a game. <laughs> like, three in each of those is, like, not that much, really. But 
So he was 6'6". Like, I bet there's lots of 6'6 guys. I mean, we'll see, because we haven't looked at that many NBA guys yet. So I don't really have, like, the markers set in my mind yet. But I have a feeling, like, what did MJ? What was MJ? Yeah, exactly. MJ was 6'6", averaged six rebounds a game. See? That's what I'm saying, dude. And MJ averaged five assists a game. That's what I'm saying. Rip Hamilton was probably, he was just not ball dominant. He, I don't think he had the ball a lot. Uh, he was kind of like a slasher, I think. Um, how many threes did he attempt? Yeah, exactly. He only attempted 1.7 three-pointers per game on his career. That's like nothing for players nowadays. Dude, like centers attempt more threes than that. There's seven-footers who take more than two threes a game nowadays. Um, I would definitely estimate that. Um, I mean, he attempted three three-pointers a game in 09-2010. That was his most for any season. So, Rip Hamilton was a big, like, driving-to-the-hoop kind of guy, I think. Like, lots of mid-range, lots of, like, drives... Not a lot of outside shots. Um, probably lots of like, just get into the hoop, I would guess. Um, yeah, so definitely not a Hall of Famer. I'd say, but maybe like the Hall of UConn players, UConn Huskies in the NBA. You got Ray Allen, uh, Kemba Walker. You got Rip Hamilton. Um, let's see. Oh, Emeka Okafor. He was like a number one pick. He didn't play in the league that long, though. But UConn's more of like a dominate in college kind of. Um, yeah, let's see. UConn Huskies. Will they give us a list right here? Yeah, players who played for UConn. There's definitely like a bunch. Um, current, we got James Boaknight, Amida Brima, Andre Drummond has played forever. He got drafted in 2013 and he's still in the league. Rudy Gay drafted in 07, still in the NBA. Dude, we'll have to do Rudy Gay. We should do him next. And we'll pull up the, here, I'll pull up the 99 draft. Just so I don't forget. I was searching. But Rudy Gay is like the perfect guy to do next. Let's do Rudy Gay next. I was looking for the UW Husky basketball player. Um, who was like the victory cigar. Like the human victory cigar. So if that sounds familiar to you. Hit up Arnie Pod. Um, you know, tweet at Arnie Pod. Hit up the Spotify Q&A. But most people are not listening on Spotify. I think only like 5% of my listeners use Spotify. But you 5% hit up the Q&A on Spotify. Let me know. Who is the UW Husky basketball player? I felt like it was sometime in like the mid to late aughts. Like when I was growing up. Uh, 
who was like the human victory cigar. Like that was like his nickname. And then they would put him in, a, or maybe it was Gonzaga. But I thought it was UW. Um, so yeah, let me know. I was trying to find him. I was like looking at UW Huskies rosters from the aughts. All right, I just pulled up the 99 NBA draft on a different tab. Because we're going to do Rudy Gay next. That's like a good, he's had a long career. Jordan Hawkins. He's still playing. Rudy Gay. He's, um, what team is he on? <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. No, he's not playing. What about 23-24? I don't think he has uh, any stats. He may just be a free agent right now. Wow, they give a career high. That's cool. So anyway, Rudy Gay. <laughs> Where's Rip Hamilton? Did I... All right, I may have taken off Rip Hamilton. <laughs> Speak of momentum. I feel like this podcast is fizzling to an end right now. All right. I definitely need to go eat something. I'm looking at all these Manito tourists. These mana tourists. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Can I get back to Richard Hamilton? Um, it appears I'm stuck on Rudy Gay now. <laughs> Dude, like I said, the metal detector guys are using the Wi-Fi. But anyway, now we know we can look up... Oh, oh here we go. Richard Hamilton. I want to see... I just want to see career high. There we go. 51 points, career high. You can view the full stats from top 20 games. See, career high for rebounds, 11. I feel like Rip Hamilton didn't hit the boards too hard in his day. 16 assists for career high. That's pretty good. So this is from stathead.com. Full stats from his top 20 games. Uh, oh, they want you to be a subscriber. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's from his top game. Where's the points? 51 points. He was almost 29. So it was the 06, 07 season. It was at Mas uh, Madison Square Garden. Triple overtime. They lost 145 to 151. Played 55 minutes. And uh, 12 for 12 from the line. 19 for 37 from the field. One for one from three in that game. He scored 51 points. 44 was the second most. 
that game was in Detroit. Both of them were as a piston. That second most game was against the Cleveland Cavs. And uh, that was LeBron's rookie season. Because that was 03-04. So there you go. <laughs> That's like a fun thing that you can look at. Alright. Now I really am going to get going. Now I'm like, it's almost noon. <laughs> I'm like, I've been doing this like all morning. <laughs> it's been almost an hour since I went to the bathroom. So there you go. And I still got to finish my bowl skin too. So maybe I'll go back up there and finish the bowl skin. <laughs> but that was Rip Hamilton. Uh, no, that was fun. That was a fun way to spend the morning. And now I think I'm going to go eat. Maybe I'll see if mom wants to walk to Rockland. I can spend my change. But, um, no, it's fun. Like, I don't feel like I wasted my time, if that makes sense. Like, I just feel like it's time well spent. <laughs> for some reason, I'm like, it is time, because it's fun for me. It's fun, and I'm like getting fresh air, and I'm just getting steps in. And it's like relaxing and like I get to like find like do this like finished product. I I get to like create this thing. Yeah, it's fun for me. It's like a nice way to spend the morning. I'm like, what else am I doing? You know? <laughs> Other than the stuff that I said. Wanna do a little sauna? I wanna mow the lawn. And I want to see if Ma wants to walk to Rockwood. That was a tongue twister. Ma wants to walk to Rockwood. <laughs> Ma want to walk to walk walk to Rockwood. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, but I am hungry though. That's the thing. Definitely get hungry in the morning. So um, I don't think Brett texted me back though. No, he hasn't yet. So maybe no pod with Brett today. But yeah, there you go. Oh man, I just thought to myself, because I closed the tab and I was like, I wonder what would have happened if I accidentally closed the voice memo tab. <laughs> I would hope that it would save it. But see, that's what my brain, my brain will be like, Worst case scenario, it'll be like, what if you close that tab by accident? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I would just be like, oh, that's kind of, I mean, I would be like, I'd be like, dang it. But I mean, I'd be like, whatever. It wasn't like a bunch of gold in there. <laughs> I wouldn't be that mad if I accidentally lost the last hour. of. But, I mean, I'm glad I didn't. But I'm like got to be careful with closing the tabs. <laughs> Dude, like, that's what my brain will do. My brain will be like, oh, what if you accidentally close that tab? <laughs> it's like such a funny way to, for it to think. But it's all good. You know? I catastrophize. See, but at least I know that that is what my brain is inclined to do. So I'm able to be like, Oh, that's just, 
my mind catastrophizing again. Like I can see it. And I'm like, no, usually stuff just like kind of works out. <laughs> like, and also like there's no value in fretting. Like if a bad, if something bad happened, then the fact that you spent time fretting about it and worrying about something, it doesn't pay off in any way. If you ever think about that, it's not like, oh, I prepared for it. It's just like, oh, no, it always just pays to just be relaxed. Like, even if you're just at work, just to be like, I'm just passing the day. I'm just chilling. Because it's like good for your body, I think. Like, I've like stressed out my body by being frustrated before. And then I've like felt the effects the next day. It's crazy. Versus like when I'm just like completely chill and just like hanging out and (laughs) you know, just being chill. Then it makes my body like healthier. It like, it's like good for my soul. (laughs) It's just good for me somehow. It's weird. Uh, I, I am of the mind, I definitely think that your physical state of mind does have an effect like it doesn't like control like disease or something but i think it makes you healthier to like have a good state of mind i think it does like have positive effects on your health like as opposed to someone who's just completely like negative and doesn't see the point and i mean i see i just i love doing like those health tricks like the turmeric and like the sauna and the vitamin and the cold shower, especially the ice cold shower right after the sauna. Like I like doing that kind of stuff. And, and then I also like like practicing like positivity, which I think doing the podcast helps me put out positive energy. You know, <laughs> it does. It helps me be like, yes, like, <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Because <laughs> now I'm still thinking about, like, what if I close that tab? <laughs> it is, I do have to, like, practice just kind of letting stuff go. Like, I love just, it is a good practice. Just be like, oh, it just doesn't matter. Just to remind yourself, like, oh, we're all going to be. Dude, if you're not, the fact that you're going to be gone someday, or the fact that you're just going to be very old. Just, I actually think about that when I see old people. <laughs> I see old people, I'm like, I'm gonna be like you someday. Old people be scared, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, I see old people as like accomplished, if, if anything. Like, it's an accomplishment to make it to 80 something. It is, like, for sure. It's an accomplishment just to make it to 60 to like 61 like my parents then it's like dude you made it real far it's true that's what I think even 30 I feel old (laughs) I don't feel old but I feel like I've been around I don't it's not that I feel old it's just like compared to when I was 22 it just feels like I've been around for a minute so that's what you're at at 30 you're like I've been around Oh yeah, I was gonna hit that bolster. <laughs> I just haven't wrapped. It up. I just still haven't wrapped up the episode. All right. Well, thanks for listening. 
have a great day and uh check out me and brett and um yeah hope you enjoy marathon episodes that happen every day they're not marathons every day but today was all right have a great day (laughs) thank you thank you bye and there you go i just tested it and if you close the tab on voice memos it does keep it it keeps the recording so (laughs) there you go i had nothing to even worry about see and that's the thing about worrying it's usually like dude you had nothing to even worry about in the first place because i closed the tab and it keeps the thing (laughs) bada bing bada boom shout out chandler bing shout out matthew perry all right man i can't believe that dude that's sad the friends is not the same now. All right. Well, I'm not going to start talking again. <laughs> now, I just want to let you know that I had nothing to worry about. You got nothing to worry about, man. That's what it is. Thank you. Peace.